Hey, so uh, here we are doing doing Farmcast again. I, I have no idea what order these are coming out. I'm trying to just do a bunch of fucking get-aheads because um, we're, we're like at like eight and a half months that like we're we're very much expecting. We know that we're uh, probably going to do an early induction, so we have like a, a doctor's appointment today. Who knows? They might schedule schedule us a birth depending on how how things are they might not so and i don't know how how much podcasting i will really do in that first uh first bit and we uh we just hit well we haven't hit it but i'm assuming by the time this airs we'll hit it if things continue on anywhere close to the current directory uh we have like a thousand unique listeners which is uh thanks to whoever the fuck you people are like uh it makes me excited when i see that and it's like oh i should keep doing this um so yeah so uh i i find it neat i'm a metrics guy just in general so i uh i look at um those uh i mean taylor's sausage meat stick so uh, fucking delicious so uh you could hear me chew that um but i look at my metrics for the podcast like as much as i well maybe not as much but enough i don't look at them as much as my practice metrics but it's kind of neat like most of our our audience of course centered in oregon washington but now we we have listeners in hmm, almost every state we don't have nevada which is kind of weird because we're pretty close to it and i know people there or well i know of people there i know nevadans but uh not all of them are dentists so you know guess guess they don't necessarily need to list this but also we have uh, a decent amount of like national audience like uh we have a lot of people listen in germany which is kind of bizarre to me i know that bill is over there but unless he's like logging into different computers and you know like re-listening to the same episodes over and over again to build our german audience on on my metrics page i don't think it's all him so maybe he's told some his now friends about it i don't know but it's interesting so those are kind of our two biggest and we have a I think India comes in next, and then we have like a smattering in in Europe and things like that. Anyway, I'm doing chores again. Um, the episode where I did chores is out already, and people listen to it and said I talk about rape and Disney too much at the same time, but that's the only way you can talk about it. Uh, giving the buns their treats, but it seemed like. That episode went fine. I didn't have a bunch of people complain like, oh, I heard your chicken in the background. Like, I shut the fuck up. So we're doing that again. Um, I don't know when this will air exactly. Uh, I did another one where I recorded in my car, but I don't think that, that one has come out yet. That's my commuter cast or whatever. So dentistry, right? That's why we're gathered here today. We're in November, which November is a weird month because, you know, there's Veterans Day. This year there's Election Day, um, which uh, when you have like an older uh, population, like Election Day may as well be a holiday because there's a a lot of my patients that didn't want (laughs) to schedule on that day because, uh, oh, I got to go sit and see who, who, you know, what the state of the country is going to be like. Okay. You you do that. Um, and then, of course, we have Thanksgiving. In the past, 
I've been open uh, half day on Black Friday because it's a really good day. A lot of people injure themselves trying to eat at Thanksgiving um, or break their dentures or, or something like that. I think it's like, you know, people gather and they eat things they're not used to eating. And sometimes that can accentuate tooth problems. So it's really, it's a good day for emergency dentistry. Um, but none of my staff ever wants to work it. So it's usually like me and one assistant and someone on the front. And I just, you know, temporize a couple things or shuck a few teeth and go home. And it's pretty profitable. Uh, this year, I'm just, I'm really tired. Caitlin doesn't sleep anymore. She's just always awake. And it's fucking weird. Well. We'll go up to bed, right? She's like, oh, I'm tired. I'm tired all the time. So we go to bed like super early. And we lay there. We watch something on TV. And then I fall asleep. And then like 20 minutes later, she's like poking me in the back of the head. Like, look at this TikTok video. And this happens all through the night. Like she'll poke me in the head at like 3 in the morning. Look at this. Or I just thought of this. What if this happens? And I'm not giving a lot of certainty to any of these statements. So I don't fucking remember them. I only know that they happen because at like when I get up or get home from work the next day, she's like, Hey, remember that thing I asked you last night? I'm like, no. And she's like, well, I woke you up and I told you this. Yeah. The, I don't, I don't remember. I remember you woke me up. But I don't really remember what happened. So then I get in trouble for that. So anyway, tired all the time. And Black Friday, just, you know, I, 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 we're just going to take that Thanksgiving miss. And then I come back, uh, I think I mentioned I did an all on four case, um, which I hadn't done. I just did the the lower implants uh, first, kind of how the guy wanted to split it up with, you know, uh, pricing and stuff like that. So what was interesting is the first one I had my labs do, and I hadn't done a, a temporary um, all on four style denture before. So I wasn't a hundred percent sure like <clears throat> what it should look like. Like, you know, I've done, done some courses and everything like that. And I know the gist and whatnot, but I've never like done it for real, real. Right. Um, so when you're going through and you're doing it that first time, like you definitely, it's a learning experience. Right. So there's, it was too flangy. It trapped some bullshit. And once I uh, delivered it, had the guy back for adjustment, I knew like, yeah, it's fucking trapped some bullshit, but you really don't want to, you want to go through that, you know, you place an implant and then you get for primary stability and that falls off and it takes a while for secondary stability, you know, that whole fucking graph. So you want to really get past like six weeks before you take the fucking thing off. So we kind of scheduled and we're just like, okay, we're going to try to keep this as clean as we can. Six weeks mark, we'll get you, get you in and you know, I'll, but we'll take it off. We'll shorten it. We'll do, what we, do what we need to do. Well, the guy lives a couple hours away and it's like truck exploded or something like that. So long story short, we kept scheduling him and he kept canceling for uh, various truck related reasons. And he couldn't come back for four months. So I saw him yesterday and I was really expecting to take like a pano and just see that all these implants had some, you know, infection going on. They all failed and we're all just going to fall out his head and there's no stability and you know, it was, it was just going to be a shit show. So I was very prepared to have a, a bad day and be like, well, you know, we're going to have, have to put this back in. Now we don't have enough to anchor blah, you know, bullshit. Take piano. Looks, 
was fucking great. Um, I do, uh, you know, torque testing on the implants, everything. It's great. At least, at least like 75. So it's like, okay, well, shit, let's, (laughs) let's worry about getting your upper sorted. So we scheduled that surgery. So that's like the last thing I do before I'm on paternity leave is I do, um, that surgery and I'm doing it kind of, um, uh, like hybrid style. We're going to put the implants in, but we're not going to load them with the immediate cause he has a, a temporary interim. So we're just going to modify that to fit over, let him, you know, integrate and then come in and do, uh, you know, scans and whatnot, have the lab cut me a nice wax one and dial in the, uh, uh, you know what that's going to look like and then make the final porcelain prosthetic, uh, first of the year. So, well, not like on the first February, March, you know, after we get good integration, but we've got really thick, just broad bone. Like, uh, you know, I can, I can play some nice size implants on and kind of based on his, uh, healing of sockets and everything else. I'm expecting things to, to go pretty well. Bunnies are doing good. Uh, Ryan's, uh, flock of ducks, not, not, Ryan that I podcast with, Ryan Gosling, my goose. He's not a duck. He's a goose. Um, he has his own flock. That's what uh, Ava Manana does. And, uh, yeah, they're doing fine. So don't eat each other, rabbits. Rabbits are weird. They're, they're enjoying a nice critter pop. So now we'll go out and see the goats. Uh, speaking of Ryan, something that will happen uh, – Probably people like I know most of our audience is like dental students and uh, new dentists, right? So you probably still know or are semi in touch with or have a class Facebook page that a lot of people still, you know, occasionally post on about shit. Uh, the people from your dental class, right? And they're probably mostly your your friends. Yeah, uh, you don't. You'll probably only hate like two or three people from. From dental school, is, is my guess. If you're normal, shouldn't hate your whole class. Anyway, uh, it's it's pretty common that at some point someone from your dental school class is going to reach out to you and say, "Hey, I have your I have this I have a patient that's in your area or a family member that's uh, in your area, and I really need uh, this thing." to happen, you know, maybe it's like they were on vacation down there, their crown broke or their temp came off or, you know, something. It's just like, just work that stuff in and, and take care of it. And, you know, uh, if you can, if you have the ability to do it as courtesy, I'd say do it as courtesy. If you, uh, you know, have to, have to charge, just like charge your lab fee or something, something minimal. I think it's, uh, something that we, we don't do enough is, uh, take care of each other as dentists. So yeah, I had the opportunity to help out a buddy just by really easy stuff. Taking a, uh, taking a scan. Um, Ooh, we're going to have to do a new thing. Anyway, uh, but I, he needed a, he needed to print a surge guide. So he needed a scan a CT. Like that's like, you know, 15 minutes max of, uh, my assistant's time. So it's not a big deal. The harder part was trying to figure out how to send those. Anyway, so we, we did that, uh, just as a courtesy. So do that type of stuff. Like when you have the ability to, especially, you know, we're coming up, this is probably going to air sometime 
around Christmas. So Christmas, you know, season of giving and shit. So like do some, do some giving, be a, be a good person. Um, let's see, we had, we had a, a person come in, they were, they're young, uh, like, uh, I don't know, I think they were like 11, 12, something like that. And they had a name, a very common name that you hear all the time, but it was spelled with like 13 X, extra letters. Like so they're like, oh, let's just jazz up this name. We'll lead it off with like four vowels and then let's work in like a V, an X and a Y. All, all, uh, all for shits and giggles, and then we'll do a big finale with a string of con- consonants, and people will mispronounce it all over the place, and you'll get pissed because you'll tell them it's the really easy name that could have been spelled with four letters. So that's your name. I gotta do some blowing really quick. Hold on. Gotta blow out the goat because it's been raining, so now all they do is keep them here in a stroke. But goat poop going to be blown out with a blower. My goat poop blowing song. Okay. So anyway, so uh, the whole appointment was like a shit show because the kid got dropped off by like the mom's friend or something, which is a weird like, hey, drop my kid off at a, at a dental office and then just like leave him there. And I'll go get them, you know, during their appointment. Um, so anyway, the kid's really cool. So we just have her, like, you know, filling out some of the paperwork stuff, waiting for the mom to get there. Uh, like, like you do, because uh, consent for treatment age in, in Oregon is, like, 15. So, you know, you don't want to really, like, start them on stuff, right? Uh, have a little bit more water, but so she's doing that, and then uh, she's wearing her mask because you know it's kind of like the CDC came out a while ago and they were like, hey, you know, you don't have to wear masks anymore, but like Oregon Health Authority still says you gotta wear masks in healthcare facilities. And that's really who I give a shit about. They're the ones that. You know, could, uh, well, not them exactly, but anyway, if I don't follow their regs, I could get in trouble. I don't like getting in trouble. Sorry, all the, all the ducks are loud. That's a Daenerys Batgarian doing her thing, quagging up a storm. So, yeah, so anyway, she's, she's, you wear masks in the, in the office because we're supposed to, and I don't want to get like OSHA fines and, you know, shit like that. So then her mom finally arrives and like sees the kid wearing a mask and flips the fuck out and starts cussing everybody out because we're Nazis with our masking policy. So then they leave. And it, the whole point of this story is we're uh we're we're coming up with a with, you know, a name for our child and all that stuff and we've got it, but now we've arrived at like, you know, like oh there's a hmm, a couple different ways one could uh, spell such a name, right? We could uh, we could work in an extra extra letter to or make it unique, and you know, kind of after seeing this, I'm really realizing no, it's not unique. It's pretentious as 
fuck. Just don't do that to the kid. Like, if you want them to be named, like, Ryan, don't make it like R-Y space U-M. Like, like, don't do that. Just, just, just spell it fucking normal, you know? Uh, it'll be easier for, for all parties involved. So, we're kind of decided some spelling things. Um, although, we're still, we're still not, like, we've had two middle names that we, we really like, and then we're thinking about, just like, why don't we just do both? Like, you can have two middle names. But, then I'm, I'm like, is that really pretentious? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they don't combine together super well. Or do they? No, no, they don't. So, but yeah, so anyway, that's, that's my thing. My, also, my fear is that uh, they're, my wife's going to be out of it. You know, like, they're going to have have my son. I'll be looking at my son and be like, oh, yes, he is the best baby ever made. And then someone will be like, oh, what's his name? And I'll be like, fuck, I can't remember anything we said. And I'll be like, we shall call him Batman Uppercut. And then they're going to write that on his birth certificate. And I'm going to get in trouble. So, I don't know. I feel like I need to have one of those cards, like the, the Joker carries, the Walking Phoenix version. It's like, oh, I have a condition. It just says, name my son this. Here's the proper spelling. I'm useless to remember stuff. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully that that works out well. Let's see. Have any other interesting patient stuff? Um, I had a day where I had all like really twitchy, like couldn't sit in the chair properly, people, and I was really over it because my back had been hurting, and I had to deal with like fucking contorting around and all this bullshit. I'm not a big fan of that, but I mean, that was part of the course. What's weird about dentistry is a lot of days are exactly the same. And I don't mean that you go in and you do dentistry. I mean, like just however it works, everything you're doing that day is the same. Like come in and it's like, Oh, every patient on my schedule is an MO on 14 or everybody that comes, comes in as a new patient is a referral to the oral surgery, oral surgeon for wisdom teeth. You know, it's just, it's all the fucking same shit over and over again. And sometimes that is all people that don't want to fucking sit in the chair properly or all fucking crazy people that uh, come in and are fucking ass bags. Um, we had some ass bags yesterday, actually. We didn't have like all ridiculous, sorry, herding a chicken. Come on, dude, Karen, what the fuck? Go on the other side. There you go. Back off, Danny. Karen kind of got out and says, so my chicken area is divided. It has like an antechamber. So, like, I can open the ante, one end of the ante chamber and, like, leave it open while I'm doing something. So, like, the other's closed and the flocks can't integrate. It's a nice little divide, but chicken got in the antechamber. So, it's hurting her back, and she doesn't understand how she has to run around the door to get in. And then the rooster, doing his job, gets all, like, coming over like he's going to fight me. And uh, he, he'll try to spur me every now and then. It's like... If you've ever been uh, attacked by a by a rooster before, it's like it, it's like they're aggressive and kind of crazy, and they their talons like 
their big talons point um, away from you, like how they stand. So they have to jump and do this like bicycle ninja drop kick. Uh, they want to spur you with both, uh, what's up, Charlie? With both, uh, talons, which they often do. So it's, uh, it's really interesting because they're like, just take this running, like, dive at you. And they can get, like, I don't know, knee high, maybe. Like, I mean, it's not super crazy, but then that puts their head, which is the bit they'll try to peck you with, like, at, at crotch level. So, uh, you know, if you ever take taken a rooster beak to the dick, a pecker to the pecker, I guess we would say. Like, yeah, it's, it's not something you want to want to have do. Like, it only happens once. She'll learn to protect herself. That's what I'm saying. Um, Ian told me about a guy that was wearing, uh, like, bicycle shorts and a goose to his penis. Like, that was the first story he told me when we got geese. Like, they're mean. I knew this guy is wearing bicycle shorts and the goose bit his penis. Uh... My, my geese, docile. They've never, never tried to bite me or anyone. They, yeah, they just, they're just kind of chill. Uh, the swan, when we had him, and we got, got him back from taxidermist. I think I mentioned that at some point here. Uh, he was, uh, like, just giant, like, you know, he could kind of rear up a little bit in his, uh, his, uh, face would be like at almost like at eye level which is uh, disconcerting but he wasn't really aggressive because we got him after he had been electrocuted so he was uh it was kind of weird he just liked to lean against uh, the tree or the fence and try to push it over by walking slowly for hours hours at a time anyway uh ass bags yeah so um we had the the kid with a name that was cool with the aspect parent. Um, and all this happened at the same time, too. So it was just a clusterfuck. We had, there's a practice over, uh, town over for me that's under, sorry, it's fucking cold. Under the same umbrella as us. And they haven't had a, like, regular doctor. I mean, they've had someone in there for a long time, but they're, they're basically a temp. Um. And they haven't had, like, good direction in that office for a long time. Well, the doctor that's there decided, like, hey, uh, I don't do extractions anymore. Which, our office model, uh, work somewhere else if you don't do fucking surgery. Like, what are you doing? It's fucking ridiculous. But on the plus side, is means all that shit kind of gets funneled to me. Because uh, I do a lot of, uh, lot of surgery anyway. And what's great about surgery is your overhead on it is really low. I mean, you know, a couple, couple gauze is really all that you lose in the room setup, right? Because, you know, I'm not breaking forceps, well, at least regularly, you know, trying to get teeth out or anything like that. Maybe, maybe a surgical burr, um, here and there, but nothing, uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, so anyway, so there's been a lot of people that call in there like, I'm having this problem. Uh, can, can you help? And they're like, well, our doctor doesn't do extractions, but if you go to, you know, Grant's, Grant's Pass, they'll get you in and probably, uh, take care of it. And if they can take care of it same day, then they probably will. So, uh, anyway, so we had someone that they had called and they had a appointment coming, coming up where 
uh, they basically, they went in, I don't know, a year ago. And the doctor was like, you're going to need to have your wisdom teeth out. And you should do that with oral surgery because they're like full impactions. And uh, the person has kind of a, they would not be hard ones if the person uh, could open their mouth more. But they're ones like kind of my, like if you can't get a PA of the second molar, you know, due to the the, the patient's, you know, anatomy and gag reflex and size of their tongue and stuff, like I'm not going to fucking take out your wisdom tooth. That's going to be hell for both of us. Like go to the oral surgeon, get put under, he'll crank your jaw open like a snake and it'll, it'll be fucking easier for all parties involved, especially me because I don't have to do anything. So that was what was recommended to them. So now wisdom teeth hurt, you know, however long later they're coming in. So do the eval. And I'm like, she had, uh, I think it was 32 was hurting. I was like, Oh, here's the thing. Like, we could get this out for you. It's not going to be enjoyable. Like your mouth is small. It's here. Yada, yada, yada. Here's different things. She's like, oh, I know. Yeah, I want to have it done with the oral surgeon. I'm like, great. So we have oral surgeon. comes through once a month. I know the other oral surgeons in the area, they're like booked out January, February. Like we can get you in. We can get this done in like two weeks. And uh, in the interim, you know, we'll search on some medicines. Why not get you feeling better? She's like, great. That's exactly what I wanted. I'm like, cool. Let me get it all on the computer. Looks like your insurance is doing really great on it. So it's wonderful. We'll get it all scheduled. So we do that. Well, then while she's scheduling it, like, I guess she had texted like her dad and this, this chick's like 30, like she's married, yada, yada, yada. The dad drives down to the office and comes in hot and starts freaking out on my front desk because he's like, well, this is an emergency and she got an emergency appointment. You're telling me that she can't get... So anyway, uh, I guess uh, I activated fucking Surrey and turned off my phone. So the dad comes in like hot and like, can't get in until like, you know, two weeks from now, blah, 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 blah. Like, what the fuck? That's why we did an emergency thing. He's like yelling in my front. And meanwhile, she's just back there. And uh, my office manager is like, do you need me to bring him back? And she's like, no, he can just wait. Like... I don't know. It's like, thanks for coming down and making things crazy. Also, at the same time, we had uh, this this big case where I did uh, some extractions and a bridge, and then we're coming through, and we're doing, uh, I think, 5 through 12 crowns. Maybe 5 was part of that bridge, so 6 through 12, something, something like that. We were crowning for sex, and the person had... Oh, had crowns on all these teeth. They were just all done at different times. Didn't match. Were ugly as fuck. She'd had like some recession. Like they, they look bad. It was, it was, but it wasn't as far as aesthetic cases go. It wasn't super hard. But so we prepped everything, temporized everything, right? And then we we're going to do the delivery. Well, through this whole process, she had same day canceled on me, like for the surgery three times, for these preps like three times. So we had like. Um, and this was over sort of July, August, I think we started in July and, and during some of those, those months, summer months, like I'm still, I'm doing big cases, but I'm not, my schedule isn't like fucking packed. Like at, near the end of the year, like you hit October going through December, like it's rare that I have space in the schedule. It's just like, boom, 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 boom. 
rest of the year. Uh, so I wanted to have two hours for this delivery, especially because one, uh, one crayon, crayon I, ha- I had him send it back with a reduction coping as the tooth was like weirdly angulated. So I kind of prepped it normal and they're like, Hey, if you prep it more here, like these crowns will look fucking flush. And if you don't, we got to make a crown that sticks out a little bit. So like, no, no, no. Like, and it's a fucking root canal tooth anyway. Like I'll whack off some more of it. So they send me, uh, you know, the, the coping and everything. So I, I want two hours for this delivery. She same day canceled on me three times in a row and taking two hours out of my day. And like her cancellation history is now up to like fucking 13 across sports. It's just so many like lost hours. So I was like, Hey, don't put it on the schedule. Give her time and overflow. Just put it through as like unspecified restorative procedure. And then that way, if she shows, uh, I'll do it, but I might not be able to do all of it. Like maybe we just dress them up. We'll just have to kind of see how the the day goes and kind of call her and go over this with her. Like, Hey, uh, we've had just a lot of cancellations. Um, we're going to put you over here. And uh, like, so long as you come in, you know, doctor, I'll try to do, you know, as much as you can, but we might have to do it over two visits. Uh, and she was kind of pissed about that. I spent so much money and I canceled like once. And they're like, cancel 13 times. Like, you know, it's just a lot. It's just hard. We're going to take care of you, but we also need to make sure that we're, we're taking care of other patients too. Right. So anyway, so, and she was, it sounded like she was fine with this, but what she relayed to the husband was like, they told me that I was, I was dumb and my, they were, I was costing them money and they were going to charge me extra just to see me and blah, 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 you know, like some crazy bullshit. So he came in hot. There was also yelling at the front. And again, none of this stuff happened. It's like, fucking, I'm tired of this. He says, she says bullshit. Cause this has happened with, with this couple, a couple other things. It's like kind of need the office manager to sit them all down and be like, look, quit fucking up. This is what's going to happen. But Anyway, we got through. It's just, you know, a couple, just people be tripping is, is what it is. It's just like, you know, you'll always deal with some dumb shit. Uh, let's see if I can not turn off my phone and we'll check Reddit really quick and then I'll get the fuck out of here. So let's see. <laughs> I didn't learn from my last time mistake, did I? Oh, so it's funny. The first thing that like popped up on uh, on Reddit wasn't Ask Dennis. It's card tricks because I'm learning magic. So I figured that'll entertain uh, my infant. So we're just going to, same thing. I'm just going to read off a few. We'll go through and see what, see what we say. Ooh, this one says good. I believe I'm being scammed by my dentist, not noticing very visible cavities. I thought they were stains until recently. When I uh, first noticed in January 2021, Dennis now says I need crowns. Hmm. My new dentist knew I already had a fear of dentists because my childhood dentist never notified cavities in my teeth for five years, resulting in my front top teeth all needed caps in my teens. Now she's saying I need caps on my back molars. I suspect she waited until it got worse to bring it up. She never noticed anything in my last six appointments. I believe she thinks my autism would make me notice what they were, uh, make me Notice what they were actually doing? I don't know. Maybe I was supposed to say not notice. Do I have a case to send the dental review board to report her and her staff? <sighs> you know, hmm. There's there's so many factors. Uh, one, there's no images. There's no, 
Nothing. There's no no chart. Are some dentists shysty? Probably. That's probably a thing. Um, but I think more likely, most dentists are are more hmm, lazy. I guess. Like I'm not like if you're if you don't need work, I'm I'm not gonna do work. I'm not gonna create work because you know, especially like fucking fucking crowns and fills. Like, what if I do a crown and then like you keep coming in for me to adjust your crown like every 10 minutes, like dear God, or what if it needs a root canal? Like, eh, fuck all that noise. No. Uh, if it, if it looks healthy, I'm not going to do anything to it. Uh, if where you say you have stains and shit like that, maybe demineralization, like sometimes that stuff can blow up really fast. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't really look like it looks bad, but it's not bad. Sometimes it doesn't look bad and it is bad. Like teeth are fucking weird. The the fact that, you know, if you've been going every six months, which is kind of what you say, but I feel like patients are really terrible historians. So maybe you missed three years and, you know, now it is bad. I don't know. Have you been getting hygiene regular in that time? I don't know. Did you start new medications? I don't know. There's a lot of factors. I, I'm hesitant to say the dentist is a shysty motherfucker, but some dentists are shysty motherfuckers. So, you know, maybe get a second opinion would be, you know, what, what I'd say, perhaps. Um, day two, post-wisdom tooth removal. Should I be concerned? And there's a picture. Uh, so I think what, what I try to go over with people on extraction sites is like, there's like a yellowish film, kind of looks like scrambled eggs that develops in the socket. And that's like what we call the healing cap or the fibrous plug. It's kind of how your body fills up a hole. It's not infection. That's all I'm seeing in this this picture. And it looks like there's some swelling because you had surgery on your fucking face hole two days ago. Like a little swelling's normal. First three to five days kind of suck. Um, extracted 31 need implant ASAP. Probably not. I'm missing mine. 31? No, I'm missing 18. Um, yeah, that's a story. Uh, I think about getting an implant there, but honestly, I don't really miss it that much. Although I did have it grafted. And personally, and this is like, I hate trying to fucking sell people on bone grafts. Just like, if I was going to have any tooth out, any tooth, for any reason, fucking graft that motherfucker. Like, seriously, I don't want ridge defects. Like, build that shit up. It's, uh, yeah, whatever. 600 bucks, who cares? You know, it's, I'd rather, I'd rather have bone. Bone is valuable. Um, please help me with this curse of never, never ending teeth staining. Ooh, I like this one. This will be our last one on Ask Dennis. I saw multiple dentists for about six years. And when it was, I was like 15 or so, uh, to clear the staining, one of them said it might be because of the homeo medicine I took. Oh God, you're one of those. Um, at first, staining was very visible after a year and a half and now less than a month to get stained together. Oh, man. I don't know if English is your first language or not. This is hard to read. Uh, yeah, if you're rubbing fucking beetroot on your teeth, maybe maybe stop. I don't know. I'm unable to find the cure for this curse. If you're doing something to stain your teeth, the fucking stop doing the thing. There you go. Your uh, Your homeopathic stuff is likely bullshit. Uh, let's go to dental school. <laughs> My Reddit search history is so fucking bizarre right now. There's all these, like, uh, I'm trying to learn, like, these very, uh, 
specific um, card tricks that have like uh, like you have to do certain things. And I don't know many of the slights yet. Like I know how to do the glide, like palm a card, and I can do a double lift and turn. But like when I'm I have magic books. I sound like such a fucking nerd right now. Um, but it's like, yeah, perform the Emery count or do the Hasbro shuffle or shit. It's like, I don't know what any of this shit is. And sometimes I go to Reddit. Most of the time I go to YouTube. But anyway, so it's all these magic terms is my search history. Uh, how much are current students spending on food per month? Hmm. Depends on what you like to eat. Uh, we get a meal. I, I'm just going to say HelloFresh. They don't pay me or anything, but I've been doing HelloFresh for like years. Uh, it's great. And it cuts down our, our food costs, but not a lot. I mean, I don't know. I had a wife and shit. So like we ate a lot of food at home, you know, we didn't DoorDash for every meal or anything like that. So it's really going to depend on what kind of life you're trying to live. And I guess how fat you are, because all things figured fat people probably eat more and use more soap. So the bigger you are, the more your cost of living is. I say this as a fat person. Uh, does working as dental receptionist count as shadowing? No. Unless you're counting it as shadowing for reception. Um, ethics of job hunting. Hi, everyone. I've been struggling with a moral dilemma. Ooh, I like moral dilemmas. Uh, and I need as much input as possible. I've been job hunting to fill in the gap between graduation and, from my university in December to hopefully matriculation into dental school in late July. I'd hoped to take a temporary position, but pickings are slim, and I've been forced to look into just normal lab positions and dental tech positions as well. If I tell a position I may or may not believe in, in seven months, they will never want to hire me. I know I won't be able to feed and house myself with no job. I just have a... I just have kind of said I'm taking a gap here and neglecting the lecture possible matriculation because I generally don't know the future right now. What do you all think? Uh, I don't know. I've always been honest about stuff. Like, and if you're, you're looking for temp work, yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, I'm trying to get in dental school. So I'm maybe gone in seven months. If I don't get in, then, you know, I might be here for another cycle, you know, another year. So that's kind of the situation. If you're looking in dental, like I'd hire, someone into that i put you in as like a you know a sterile attack you know maybe do some chair side and stuff like that because hey i could always use another dentist in four years right like it's relationship building so i don't know i i like honesty um just because it's really hard to keep track of lies uh, in my personal position so you know do do whatever you feel like i would be annoyed with you if uh you didn't let me know that. And then you left like seven months later, but I had people leave seven months later for other reasons. So whatever married in dental school. Hey, I'm married and was in dental school. Hi guys. I'm a hopeful D one fingers crossed. And I'm planning my fingers are crossed for you. I just literally crossed them. Like, so you're good. And I'm, uh, uh, planning on marrying my boyfriend while I'm in dental school. I was just wondering, I know this is personal and dependent on each couple, but for others who are married and in dental school or living with your significant others, how did you guys split finances? I'm going to uh, going to be taking out loans for all my tuition and living expenses. Yikes, I know. Yeah, it's expensive. But I also feel bad having my boyfriend pay for rent all by himself and all other expenses. Is it wise to use my loan money to help me pay for rent and travel here and there? I just feel horrible and I feel like I'm making, uh, like I'm 
lessening his quality of life. If I was making money, I would be less of a burden financially, but using loans to be less of a burden also feels stupid. Uh, just take all the fucking loan money and then split. If you guys want to split, like, I don't know. People are way too fucking afraid of their loans. Like you can pay back your loans. You'll pay them back. It's, it's fine. Everyone does, uh, where you can just not pay them back for 30 years and get them right off and have a, that, tax burden you know do what you want there's a lot of different ways to do it uh don't prevent it from living your life if you're going to live easier for the four years you're in dental school by taking the extra loan money that's why there's the extra loan money like that's the whole fucking point of it like you're not better than everyone else and don't need that money like you just need the money take it all you know uh my wife uh we're i'm i'm old right i started dental school way later most most people like at 36 or 37 or something. Um, and my wife is badass is still badass in the banking world. She's making like six figures. I think when I started dental school and if it wasn't six figures, when I started dental school, it was six figures by like my second year in dental school. She's baller as fuck. Uh, we still took all the loan money because that allowed us to leave with a very nice liquid position on, you know, because when we left middle school, it's like, do we want to buy a practice? Do we want to buy a house? Like having a, a, a lot of liquid money, uh, was good for that. So we, we did that and it was fine. I'm still here making this podcast. I have fucking also, I have more rabbits than you probably more ducks doing well, all the farm, farm animals you could ever want. Uh, so yeah, just take the money. But really like when I look at this, like if you're like, not having these financial conversations now with your significant other and figuring out their input and getting on the same page financially. Like if you're not like what you will fight about as a married couple or any couple in any relationship, it's usually money. Like that's what it, that's, that's the big end. If you don't have, if you're not on the same page on, on that, like you're, you're probably not going to last as a couple. Uh, So yeah. So get on the same page, figure figure that out. Like money can be the most important thing in a relationship or it can be the least important thing in a relationship. Like, uh, if like my wife's very good with money, I'm better than when I started in life. Uh, but we don't, you know, we never talk about money really. We have enough of it and it's fine. And unless we're making like a crazy purchase, like buying a car, whatever, it doesn't, doesn't fucking matter. Like she makes money. I make money. I spend money. She spends money. Like, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, maybe like when we're talking about investments or stuff, like, it's like, Oh yeah, I want to throw this money in the stock market. Okay. Whatever, you know, or "Mm, maybe we should wait. We, maybe we should ask our finance guy, you know, like whatever. It's, it's not a, not a big deal, but get on the, get on the fucking same page. Congratulations on your marriage and stuff. Pending marriage and pending middle school. Um, let's see. We'll find one more interesting one and I'm going to go back inside. I'm only sniffling because it's fucking cold. Oh, Oh, man. Everything's about application cycle. I'm just going to make some noises with my mouth. Hmm. Uh, competing podcast. Let's just type on here that we're better than you. And these are all dumb questions. 
<laughs> Your questions are dumb. Interview advice, please. We'll try this one. I have an interview with Roseman coming up. Oh, Utah. Roseman's actually a pretty pretty fun uh, campus. I stole one of their visitor's passes on accident when I was uh, speaking there, and they gave me a visitor's pass to run around. And it has, like, I think a security tag on it. And I forgot to give it back because I think weather changed, and I had it on, on the outside of my whatever, and then I put on a hoodie, and I zipped up, and I forgot it was there. Anyway, pretty nervous. Does anyone have any specific or general advice? Uh... I mean, God, it's like every just fucking dress yourself and show up and, you know, be polite and yourself. Tell the truth. Don't don't lie. Like, I don't know. It's an interview. Like, I hope you've been to an interview before. Yeah. Uh, Don't make anything super weird. I'm just trying to see if I still have my stolen Roseman tag (laughs) on my. Wall of text. Yeah, I do. Here it is. Roseman Dental School visitor. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry. Sorry, Roseman. I stole your shit. Hanging on my wall is a trophy. Uh, yeah, tell them you listen to this podcast. You don't listen to this podcast, probably. You could. I don't know. Uh, you heard this. I hope your interview went well. Um, yeah. No, like, uh, ask... Uh, Ask about the school. Like, that's, like, you're not, they're not interviewing you. You're fucking interviewing them. Do you want to go to their fucking school? They don't know how many other schools you're going to have interviews at. Be like, yeah, like, how many crown preps am I going to get while I'm, while I'm here? Like, what's your average? Like, am I going to place an implant? How many implants? Am I going to have, learn how to, like, review CBCT footage? Like, I don't know. Just ask fuck questions. Ask what you care about. I don't know why you're going to dental school. Like, maybe you have a tooth fetish. Like, how many teeth am I going to get to see? Like, put it in perspective. I don't know. Uh, just be fucking normal. This is a weird-ass episode. Um, I'm going back inside. Bye. If you want to play one of the silly ones, we'd love to hear one. Sure, yeah. My name's Batman, but you can call me Bob And when I see the boy wonder, I just say Yo, Rob, I used to wear a cape And do the leotard bit Now I'm wearing a hoodie and the jeans Cause I don't give a... I guess I can't say that <laughs> okay, I don't give an underwear drawer <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I used to bust my butt all day fighting crime Now I'm rocking the Bobby Tom show when I sing my rhymes And I can uh, turn any crowd into a crazy old mom Cause I'm Batman But you can call me Bob <laughs> Well I'll tell you all the story that once happened to me me and little Robin, we were just cruising down the street. We were in the Batmobile, and uh, we had the lights turned low. We had a, a six-pack of Bat beer on ice, so we were good to go. And, uh, <laughs> with the radio blasting out our old theme song, Robin kept on passing me that big old Bat bong. I took a couple of hits, and the next thing I know, there was a, a cop pulling us over to the side of the road. He said, uh... Uh, hey, what's your name, boy? You look like a slob. I said, I'm Batman, officer, but you can call me Bob. Well, I turned to little Robin. I said, hey, buddy, it's getting kind of late. I gotta 
find a date before I start to hallucinate. So we found this little place. We went inside and they carted Robin at the door. They asked about his age. He just lied. <laughs> He's like 13, I think. I'm not really sure how old he is. <laughs> well, I went up to the bar and ordered myself a little Coke and Jack, and that's when I felt a strong hand on the back of my back. And I turned around and I dropped my drink because there was this girl there in a the mink, and she was about she was about the most beautiful girl I've ever seen, I think. And I introduced her, Robin. I said, hey, this little guy's name is Robin. <laughs> Well, I'm the Batman, baby, but you can call me Bob. <laughs> well, I promised to behave, and we went back to the Batcave, and she took one look at my place, and, well, she started to rave, and then she gave me a nice kiss, and she said, I'll be right back. I'm just going to slip by some of these clothes for a minute so we can relax. So she left the room for a minute, and uh, well, I threw in some tunes. I opened up my new multi-million dollar skylight so we could look at the moon but when she came back in, well, she had this big old whip in her hand. Turns out she's a crazy, psychotic catwoman. She started chasing me around my house, and she was screaming that she wanted me dead. Had to whip out my batarang. <laughs> Hit her right in the hand. She went out like a light. I said, oh, man, what a night. Had to drag her down to the police department where they locked her up tight. And as I was leaving, the sergeant looked at me, and he said, hey, son, you've done a fine job. I said, I know. I'm Batman. <laughs> you can call me Bob. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fantastic. Wow. That was fantastic. That was great, man. Thanks. Bob Schneider is our guest.